Hello, everyone. God bless you and welcome again to Terry Mize Ministries podcast and video. (laughs) We are so delighted to share with you these marvelous things from the Word of God because, you know, we preach these things, don't we, darling, every day? Every day. To ourselves personally. Terry and I walk around praying, confessing, yelling, (laughs) demanding, proclaiming, uh, all of these wonderful things from the Word of God, and then to each other as well, and to anybody else that will listen along the way. So uh, we're here today again to talk to you about how the church, the people of God can be fear free. Yes, you know, Psalm yes. 34 again, it says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You know, the fact that God has delivered us from all of our fears Amen. and we don't have to be fear filled or fearful, but we can be faithful full and faith filled. And so God wants us to live that way and not intimidated by the enemy. I was thinking um, here as Terry was talking just the other day on it when we did our Easter podcast, how that, you know, hell tries to distract you uh, and diminish you by getting you involved in some kind of conversation or having your eyes look at something or your ears hear something that will uh, diminish you and your thinking about who you are in Christ yes, Jesus. Yes, yes. And you talked about the resurrection the other day, about how that yeah, same that was, spirit, that Jesus came up out of the grave and that he... Uh, was resurrected after the cross and that that's the whole purpose for the gospel and that we have that same resurrection life on the inside of us, according to Romans 411 over there, that that same spirit that quickened Jesus and brought him back from the grave, that same spirit lives in us. And of course, the enemy wants to really uh, diminish and distract us with everything else going on. Certainly the newscasts have been filled with information and everybody around us is talking and wearing masks and all of these things to remind you visually that we're under attack, Yes, you know, from an enemy. And so we have to go to the Word of God to find other thoughts. Like you remember we were talking about, and maybe we need to say that again, that we had been talking about uh, a series on pulling down strongholds. Right. And that we have interrupted from part one, part two. We were about we, to do we, part we three. Play, we played part one and part two. <laughs> we're, we're postponing part three. Part three of how to pull down strongholds of the mind. Yes. You know, how to it's cast so down imaginations and every high thought. People's minds are being yes, attacked. People, yes. You know, the Bible says in the last days, men's hearts will, will fail, fail them. them. For fear. For fear. Fear will kill you. Yes, it will. You know, we were in a hotel just the other day in Miami, and and uh, a young lady came up to our room to, I don't know if it's bringing room service or house key. I don't know what it was. She came to our room anyway. And I said, hello, how are you doing today? And she said, oh, I'm just so scared. I mean, people are just They're really, really Fearful. Yeah. You know, Jesus said to the disciples there when they were in the boat and the water was coming in the boat, he spoke to the wind and the waves and told them to be still. And then he immediately turned on his disciples and said, what's wrong with you? That's right. That's right. You know, he said, how is it? Is it that you? How is it? How is it even possible possible. that you are so fearful? That's right. I'm standing right here and you're still full of fear. And he said, how is it you have no faith? No faith. So he said they're fearful. Right. And their faith less. Faith less. Isn't that something? Full fear, empty faith. And that's not going to work. That's going to get no. you in bad trouble. That's why we want to encourage you. This is the day we you. need to be faithful and that's fearless. Right. 
That's right. And we want to encourage pastors too, Terry, to take on a new approach. I know you you did a, a new series just about a year ago on the basics of faith. Yes. And that has helped so many That's pastors. A so many pastors have told us that that series you did on the basics of faith, they've listened to four and five times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was so helpful to so many people. Well, that and, was an anointed series. And we have to they? go back to those basics of faith and teach I, faith I and prayer. I was actually preaching in in Punta Gorda, Florida, for our, yes. our dear friends, <laughs> Bob friends. and Nid Ramondo. Yes, and, yes. And when I got there, we were just talking, you know, and, and I said, uh, I said, Bob, uh, my secretary tells me you want me to preach on spiritual authority. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I do. And I said, okay, that's great. <laughs> and because it was a several day meeting. And uh, at some point during the day, he came back to me and he said, you know, Terry, I'd really like you just to teach on whatever is on your heart. Yes. And I said, God bless Bob. Seriously? And he said, yeah. I said, well, a lot of pastors tell me that, but they don't mean it. I said, you really, really? Yeah. Well, let me preach what I want to. He said, yes. you preach anything you want to. Whatever's right. on your heart. And I said, if that's the case, I'm preaching faith. Wasn't that wonderful? And Renee, that series was so good. Uh, and I don't take credit for it. It was the Holy Ghost. I mean, while I was preaching, yes. you know, when you preach on something, right. the Holy Ghost will give yes. you more revelation on it. Yes. While you're preaching on something, then. the Holy Spirit yeah. will interject stuff you never heard before. That's right. You know? Thank God and, for the Holy Ghost. Uh, and, and while I was teaching that series, I, I was thinking to myself, I'd say something, I'd say, Man, that's good. Man, that's good. I need to take note. Of course, it's on tape. It was on. You know, yeah, it was right. recorded, so I didn't he have said, to take note. But I'm I thinking, man, that. I need. To, I didn't know I knew that. I need yeah, to, right. Yeah, but it was a good series. The basics of faith. The basics of faith. And so we want to encourage pastors. The pastors need to teach yes, faith. Yes, church right leaders. Now. Practice at home, preaching to yourself faith. Get these verses of Scripture and read them out loud. I was looking at. Well, you know, I've said for many, many years that you you can't preach faith. Until you learn to live by faith. Live by faith, yes. You know, a lot of people can preach a message they don't right. live by. Right. They can preach a message that they, they haven't lived. It's just a good message. Or they, they heard somebody else preach yeah, it or they read it in the hand. book. Yeah. You know, and so they get up and preach it because it's a good word. Right. But I think the people can tell if you don't live it. No, I that's think the right. people can tell if what you're preaching, if you're just preaching. Right. You know, it's like the little boy sitting on the front row with his mama. You know, his daddy's a pastor, and, and right during the middle of the sermon, the little boy leans over to his mama and says, Mama, is, is that true, or is daddy just preaching? You know, some, sometimes daddy's just preaching. But we we need to we need to live this stuff. No, that's right. You know, you'll never learn you'll you'll never learn to teach faith till you learn to live by faith. Well, and I was looking at Isaiah forty, Terry, um, which is what the ministry should be doing, where it says in verse one, comfort, comfort my people, and speak tenderly uh, to the heart of Jerusalem, to the people of God. Yeah. And Isaiah 40 just continues to go on there and talk about get up on the high places, right. you know, and preach the good news. In other words, declare yeah. these things. But if you'll practice at home, you know, preaching to yourself faith, mm -hmm. then it's easy to go out there and live by faith. But if you're not even preaching it to yourself and you don't believe it, then why should anybody else believe? You won't well, have that it's, fire it's not so to preach by the Holy it. Ghost. It, it's, it's whether it's mentally a, mental ascent or whether it's out of real faith out of your heart. And that's Sometimes we mentally to assent to, to something. We, yes. we we say in our mind, oh, yeah, that must be right. Oh, yeah, the Bible says that must be right. Or other times it gets what I call born in your spirit. <laughs> it gets down on the inside of you. It grows no, there. It's right. born there. That's and, right. Uh, you, you know that, that phrase I said, well, go, you can't teach faith till you learn to live by faith. I knew there's more to it than that. I always taught that with giving, saying you'll never learn to give by faith. Right. 
until you learn to live by faith. Live by faith. You know, and and you'll never learn. You know, it's just that's all connected. No, that's right. And, and, we and right now is the time that people solid. need to be given. And, and somebody might hear me say that and say, oh, Brother Terry, you're mean. There's 17 million people out of work. And we're trying to get food and we're trying to do this and trying to do that. Sure. Well, that's what we've taught you for 40 Fifty years now yes, that's is, right. is that when the crisis comes that's right. is the time you don't run <laughs> is the time to operate in faith. That's right. So you and I during this, I mean, we're we're traveling ministers, you know. Right. We and yet we've had every meeting canceled. Right. You know, we've 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 done a few. In fact, somebody just called me last week. So they come to our Easter service online, uh, right. and so we've had a few that we've done online, but. You know, there's nobody in the pews and people, That's you know, right. and the pastors are not counting on the Holy Spirit well, yeah. to talk to people. And, and so you and I determine we're just going to up our giving. That's right. It doesn't matter what we comes have to do in the or what people give to us. No, we to have do. to live by yeah. faith. We oh, have to live by the same message. Yeah. And so we've upped our giving. We've sent That's money right. to orphanages and, and orphans and, That's and right. to ministries and to, to, to widows. <laughs> and, to, you know, to we've just been pulling money and just pulling people. money and pulling. And the wise, the wise worldly thing to do right. would be don't spend anything. That's right. Cut off your giving. Stop your giving. Don't spend anything. Save everything you got. Right. You know, and that's that's the wrong thing to do. No, exactly. Because because even though that might be a worldly thing to do, right. there's not going to be any God involvement in that. There's not no, going to be faith right. involvement in that. There's not going to be any miracle in that because for God to move on your finances or on your health or on anything else yes. you're doing, instead of Him having His hands tied, saying, "I want to help, I want to help, I want to help," right. you that's lose right. Him to help. We lose by him to doing do what the Word says. So Hallelujah. when he says give, and yes. it'll be given you again, yes. good measure, press down, yes. shaking together, running yes. over, uh, the same measure you give with all be measured you again. Or and he says, when you give your seed in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, when you give your seed, that God takes that seed and multiplies, multiplies your, your seed, seed sown song. and returns it back to you again. And when Jesus said in Mark 10, 29, 30, uh, whatever you give for the gospel's so sake, sad. for my sake, he said in the gospel. Right. Uh, will be returned to you now in this life a hundredfold and eternal life in the life to come with persecution. So though God thought those things up. I didn't make that yes, up. Yes, he did. God thought those things up. And so you and I have to live that same way. We can either sit on what we have and hold it and say, well, mm. we'll just wait till the storm passes over. No, right. And that means God's hands are going to be tied. Right. Or we can say, you know what, God, you said tithe, so we're tithing. You said no, give, right. so we're giving. In fact, we're increasing our giving, up in our giving. And then God speaks to people. You know, I'm not, I'm not surprised if some partner listening to us today just haul off and send a hundred thousand dollar offering just because <laughs> we're doing what God it ought said. To make you just mad. So heaven, you know, so heaven gets involved. And moves, no, that's and right. that, that works for the people listening to us. I don't care if it's a widow or if it's a uh, somebody on Social Security. Uh, God's not limited he by not the beggarly limited. elements of this world. We're that's right. we're not. Paul said we're not just mere men. No, that's right. We're not like everybody else. There no. should be. I've said tens of thousands of times. There should be a difference between atheists and disciples. We live different, think different, act different, talk different, and. Uh, well, and it and it, it is a lifestyle like you've taught for all these years. It's a lifestyle, and that you know, wisdom really demands that we obey God first. Oh, and yeah. wisdom, oh, yeah. uh, and, and I love the concept of that is that wisdom, as Proverbs says, is the principal thing. So I encourage all of you to like even President Trump said, take this this extra time to seek God and to pray and to listen to the Holy oh, Spirit absolutely. to show you how to manage your money and where you can even invent things. And God will give you favor sure. with people that you well, can bring in 
finances to you and your family so that you're not led in every area of your life. It says, oh, you, you who bring good tidings, get up on the high mountain, lift up your voice with strength, yes. lift it up and be not afraid and say to the cities, behold your God. Behold your God. <laughs> Proverbs 24.10 is so powerful to me. It says, in the day of adver- uh, prosperity, right. rejoice. Rejoice. See, anybody can live good. Yeah, we live happy when everything's when the, working when right. The economy's going. And right. when you're healthy and you got money and everybody's everything's got a going job. great, then we say, "Hey, yeah. I'm a faith guy. Hey, I'm a faith woman. Hey, <laughs> yes, hey I'm, I'm right. rejoicing." Yeah. Uh, hey, well, that's what God said. What he said, Lord "Hey, in the days of prosperity, right. Right. go ahead and rejoice. rejoice. There's nothing wrong with that's that. Right. Rejoice. Be glad. Be happy." Yeah. But he goes in the same sentence and he says, "But." But. In the day of adversity. When the coin flips. In the day of adversity. Well, I'd say this is the day of adversity. Adversity. We are being attacked from every side. That's right. The adversary is causing adversity. That's right. And he said, said, in the day of adversity, one word, consider. Consider. In the day of prosperity, rejoice. Yes. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you for all the blessings and the health and the money and oh, the job and, and the family. Thank you, the thank, Lord you, thank, has you, thank you, thank you. But he said, but, <laughs> but in the day of adversity, adversity, consider. Slow it down. Slow it down. Stop. Think about things. And get some consider. wisdom. Yes. Consider. Consider. Yes. You know, when the, <laughs> I guess it's not a politically correct term anymore, but I've always said, you know, when the natives are restless. Yes. You know, when you're hearing things out in the, in the bushes, when you're hearing yes. things in town that the people are scared and people are in anxiety and people are having problems, uh, you need to pull it in and slow, slow, slow it things down. down. Slow things down. And just begin to look at things in your life and let God begin to give you a way to look at your life by faith yeah. so that you have... You know, you, I, I remember that verse we were talking about the other day. Is it Habakkuk three seventeen? Though the fig tree shall, shall not, not blossom, blossom neither be fruit no be on the vine. Right. Though the mm-hmm. labor of the olive fail, and the field mm-hmm. shall yield no meat. <laughs> Though the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be, be no, no herd, herd in, the in the stall, yet will I read. Joy. I mean, that's in, in bad the times. Lord. That's in bad times. That's saying there's no you toilet paper on the shelves. There's no sanitizer <laughs> right. on the shelves. Oh my goodness. The fig isn't blossoming. There's no there's, there's no nothing feed. There's nothing happening. That day rejoice. Yes. Rejoice. rejoice. It says you know, the Lord my you, God son, is my strength. I mean, the Lord my God is my strength, and he makes my feet like hind's feet, and he sets me on my high places, and I will not stand still in terror. Isn't that amazing? Oh, it's marvelous. You know, it's just outstanding to me that God will tell you how to act when times are bad, yep. and He'll tell you how to act when times are good. Yep, absolutely. No, that's that's absolutely. You know, we we used this scripture the other day out of Isaiah fifty-four. God said, "Fear and terror will, <laughs> will come, come against, against you. you." But then God says, "But not by me. I didn't do it. I didn't do it." <laughs> he says, right. "Fear and terror is going to come against you." That's well, right. Right now, I I would. Put the proposal out that fear and terror yes. are here. This fear and terror are. is in they the United are. States. It's in Mexico. It's in Canada. Oh, it's in Italy. It's around the world. This this thing has scared seven billion people. No, that's right. Fear and terror. And God says, "Listen, I'm going to give you a little tip. Right. Fear and terror, terror are going to come. come." That's Isaiah 54. He said, "But not said. by me." Not by me. I didn't do this. Fear's not from me. Terror's That's not right. from me. That's right. And he said, anything that gathers together against you will fall for your for sake. sake. So again, we need to put the blood. We talked about that last week. Yes, we put the yes, blood, put the, the blood. blood. 
and the, an, the angel the when blood. he sees the blood he passes passes over, us. over. <laughs> and uh, it, it, go know, to we, somebody we, else's house. Second Corinthians ten, you know, it says examine yourself. Yes, that's examine good. Examine yourself. Yes. This is time, this is time. He said, consider. consider. He said, in the day of adversity, Mercy. consider. That was Proverbs 24. 24, 10. 10. So this is time for us to examine ourselves, to consider. We'll say, wait a minute, Lord, things are not going well. Right. Things are not going well with my town, with my state, with my That's country, right. with my world. Uh, maybe we should consider. Right. We need to think about things again. The whole let the, so, so examine like you said, yourself slow down your thoughts and, let and God see begin to talk. if you're in the faith. Right. This is a time for the church to examine. There's a Second yes. Corinthians chapter ten. Uh, excuse me, First Corinthians chapter ten, verse eleven. Examine yourself and see whether you be in the faith or not. This is time yeah. to consider. This is time to slow down. Say, so, you know what? Reflection. Let me check out and see if I'm in faith. Yeah, that's Am I right. just in mental ascent? Am I just right. am I just agreeing mentally with the word of yeah. God? Have I been a hypocrite? Or am I actually level? in faith? Have I said something and not doing it? I mean, if the yeah. devil comes and looks at me and God comes and looks at me, can they tell whether I'm in faith or not? Right. I, I, my faith needs to be showing. Yeah, does hell know? <laughs> because this is, this is time to let your faith shine. Well, that message you taught years ago that I just so hooked on to, I guess I heard you preach that 40 years ago or more, and and you talked about, uh, are you making headlines in hell? Mm-hmm. And I that's where our faith is. Well, every day to, in the daily newspapers of hell, yeah. <laughs> and every day in the daily newspapers of heaven, we ought to be making headlines. Making headlines, exactly. They ought to know who we are. That's right. And I think people grow even sometimes better they recognize, they realize who they are, and they get angry about what hell's trying to do to their family. Mm-hmm. And they'll begin to put on, they'll realize that they're going to have to go to war. Yes. You know, Ephesians 6 says, put on, didn't they ever say take it off, of God, put yeah. on the hall, and says praying always. And so if you're in trouble, like James 5 says, uh, then you, it says, let you let that man pray. Yeah. You know, if you're happy, sing songs. Yeah. But if you're in trouble, Pray. In the day of prosperity, in rejoice. Day, rejoice. <laughs> but you know? in the day of adversity, you need to stop, slow down, and consider some things. No, that's right. And you need to th- maybe, like you were saying, just slow down your thoughts, listen to God, take some time to really listen, and let God begin to hone in on the plan that He has for you and your family personally. Absolutely. To lead you up. There's a, there's a general act of faith, but then there can be a personal act of faith oh, that will add, that absolutely. will definitely specifically show you how to prosper in the day of adversity. And just like I think one of the other podcasts we did recently, just a month or two ago, about how Isaac sowed even in the day of yeah, famine. Genesis twenty six. And he re- and he reaped twice back when in the midst of every no, no, adversity. A hundredfold. A hundredfold, that's right. A hundredfold. That's ten thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> Even when his family was against him, he literally was able to come out of that situation with a hundred times more than one. said the Philistines envied him. Envied him. You know, you never know when you're going to meet a Philistine at Dairy Queen. <laughs> you, you, just, you need to always have your Boy, that's sword. that's true. You need that's to always have your sword, always have your Bible, always that's have right. your word. Because it says that, that he, everybody in the country were hungry. No, that's there right. was no food. It didn't matter if you had money, you oh, couldn't well. buy food. It's like people no, now, right. they got, they're that's sitting right. home with money, they still go to the that's stores, right. and it looks like Bernie Sanders won <laughs> the election. I mean, the, the shelves are empty. It looks like a socialist country. And oh, I've been well. to those countries, Renee, all well, my life. For yes. 50 years, I've gone You've to those, those communist socialist shelves. countries, no, and they're right. empty shelves. Empty shelves. That's what socialism does. That's what communism that's right. does. And so uh, people have got money, but they go to the store and say, can I have some hand sanitizer? Sorry. 
but I've got money. Sorry. Can I no, get some right. toilet paper? Sorry. Can I get this? And sorry, can I get that? But I've got money to make that's a difference. Right. And that's what that was Isaac's problem. He had money, but there was a famine in the land. There was no food. You could not get food. And so everybody was going over to Egypt to get some food. And wow. so Isaac said, hey, I'll just go to Egypt like everybody else, man. Right. They, they got food in Egypt. I'll run over there. And God there. said to him, Genesis 26. Now, that's so good. God said to him, don't you do it. You stay in the land that I swore to Grow your where you're father. planted. <laughs> Isn't that good? Yes, it is. He said, that covenant, that oath that I swore to your, your father, father Abraham, I will perform it Thank for you. Because that was an God. everlasting covenant. That wasn't a three-month covenant. He said, he told Abraham, God told Abraham, said, I, this covenant is for me and thee, me and you, Abraham, right. and your seed after, after you, you in their generation. Isn't this isn't wonderful? just for your generation. This is perpetual. Here and we he goes are, on to say for an everlasting covenant. 2020. For an everlasting covenant, not a six-month covenant, but an everlasting covenant. And so God said to Isaac, said, son, don't go over there. Don't go to Egypt and get your food. You stay here. That's right. In the land that I swore to your father. (laughs) That's right. And I'll perform the oath, he says. I'll perform the oath that I swore to your father. And so it says, so Isaac stayed in the land. Planted seed in yes. the same year received a hundred fold. And it says he, 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 the man waxed great and grew and he had all these animals. He had all these men servants, all these maid servants. He had all this Thank stuff you, and the Jesus. Philistines envied him. It's time that the Philistines started envying the church. That's right. And that's you and I. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's the people. Not the Philistine here. part, no, the church not, part. But the church part. You know, and that's exactly where we need to be on all of this. Though the fig tree doesn't blossom, God can still prosper us. Oh, absolutely. You know, though the 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 job has been lost, God will still prosper us. Absolutely. And you've always said, which another thing that has blessed me through the years has been that we'll know the blessing of God by the curses that we oh, have absolutely. missed. You know. And then too in many faith, people looking at what they got in their hand and they say, Oh, God's not blessing me. This isn't working yeah oh yeah just what about the curses that you missed those are blessings yeah what about the lawsuit that you're not involved in what about a wreck that you uh put you in the hospital for six weeks what what about you know all those curses that god saved you from those are blessings well and that's exactly right it's the it's the ability that god has to bless you on so many fronts in spite of what it looks like in the natural realm. I, I was thinking about that scripture over there in Isaiah 50, uh, where uh, the Lord said to the people of Israel, he said, Oh, Israel, look to the rock from whence you were hewn yes. and to the quarry from which you were dug. Yes. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who bore you. In other words, look at their life of faith, how that they only had one word from God and they just stayed with it and stayed faithful. Oh, yeah. They just had the Old Testament. Yeah. We've got the New Testament. We've got the name of Jesus. <laughs> we've got the blood television, of Jesus, radio, the internet. power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we've, we've got, got the word, access. the covenant, those five smooth stones we yes, talk about. Right. David stopped and picked up five smooth stones and used one to kill Goliath. And I guess Goliath had four more brothers. But but those those smooth stones, the the, the blood the Word, the name, the covenant, and the power of the Holy Ghost. Well, we've so got good. that. Yes. And those Old Testament people didn't have all that. No, they didn't. And yet they, they still were faith the heroes. And yes. it's time for us to stand up and be faith heroes. In fact, this is the day for us to shine. We've said this several times. Yes. We, we were made for such a time as this. Yes, we, were we were made for this day. We are this is what you and Dean taught, yeah. taught about those 38 years you pastored in that's Corpus right. Christi. That's and right. that's what I've taught about all these 52 years around the world. This is the time. This is 
is that That's day right. that That's we've been right. teaching people to stand. And it comes down to the fact, and we've said this time and time and time and time again, <laughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 11, yes. it says, we are we they. are those. Are they. Are those. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're it. Tag your it. Tag your it. We yeah. are they on which the end, the end of the, the age, age has, has come. come. We're it. We're yeah. it. Who else was going to be It's not going to be yeah. Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. No, it's right. going to be Terry and Renee and, you know, and the people uh, right. of God and the pastors people in the church, pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. That's right. Moms, grandmas. Teachers. Yes, everybody. We everybody. are the, We are they. We're, we're it. We're, we're the ones. That's right. On whom the end of the age has come. Huh. And what are we going to do with it? Are we going to look back on, you know, I've always told my kids and grandkids, and I say it from the pulpit all the time, every terrible attack that comes, every crisis that comes, every tragedy that comes, at some point will be over. Right. It may last a week. It may last two weeks. It may last a year. It may last five years. But at some point, it's going to be over. Yes. No matter what the crisis is, it's going to at some point be over. And when it's over then you're going to have a testimony. Right. Now, whether it's a good testimony of how you handled it during the hard times or whether it's a bad testimony of how exactly. you failed in the hard times exactly. is up to you. But there's going to be a testimony after COVID-19. And we're going to hear lots thank of testimonies God, about God, supernatural God. miracles of God. But is it going to be a good testimony for you? Right. Or is it going to be a bad testimony for you? That's, uh, that's up to you. It's up no, to the really Christian. Is. How am I going to handle this crisis? Am I going to fail in the hard times? Right. Am I going to cut? Am I going to cut and run? Am I going to desert my post? Am I going to go AWOL? Or am I going to pick up my well, shield and my sword? Everybody's and I'm got a, a choice. And to I'm make. going to be a soldier of everybody's God. Everybody's got a choice. That to God make. can count on me standing my post and being where I'm supposed to be. Well, and just like um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking as you're saying that, Terry. I mean, that's an individual choice for every yeah. single person. Like that verse we shared in, earlier about three weeks ago. Isaiah twenty six twenty, that go oh, into yeah. your house your and house. shut the door, yeah. and the and the fury will pass just like in Passover. You know that they the Lord said, go into your houses yeah. and kill that lamb, shut the door, eat the lamb, anoint yourself with oil, and then put that blood over there so that when the death angel passes mm -hmm. over, mm -hmm. he will literally pass over your house yes. and looking for another house. I mean, I mean, I'm just amazed that whole dynamic, how did that look in the spirit? But on the other hand, the people of God have the advantage of information yeah. that we can protect ourselves by faith, by prayer, by obedience. Yes. And we're actually self-delivered when we obey God oh, and act in faith, you know, because faith pleases God. Faith actually works. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> well, our time is gone for today, darling. Can you believe it again? One more One time. One more time. <laughs> the supernaturally and fast clock, I think. I think so, too. But we, we uh, are going to move on here past the Easter week and uh, having done the will of God and live for the things of God. And Terry and I are just always praying for you. We love you so much. I sure had a powerful scripture in Romans 4 I wanted to get to, but maybe I'll do a missions minute. Yeah, and, maybe we can do, do that. that. And y'all look for us on Facebook and Twitter and yeah. all these other places. We'll and we you, want to remind you, you. Teach you how to take the knots out. Yeah, that's right. And remember always that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors.